everybody, it's Ben and Rob from Edge of Wonder. Today's big news is that a submarine called the Titan was on a tour of the haunting Titanic shipwreck when it vanished in the Atlantic Ocean. Just like the original unsinkable ship on which multiple billionaires went down, the same thing happened with this tourist submarine. So is this just a random coincidence, a malfunction due of lack of oversight, or something darker and nefarious going on? Among the missing people are one of the Pakistan's wealthiest men, the CEO of a, the company that owns the submarine, Ocean Gate, and several more. So were these people being targeted? Did they know too much? Did they mistakenly enter an underwater portal? I think that's it. Or was it simply an unfortunate accident? Well, join us on this Edge of Wonder live show because you won't believe what we uncovered about this tragic Titan submarine calamity. Also, don't miss the live Q&A where you'll get to ask us questions directly in the live chat and a live meditation prayer only on Rise.tv. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, man, there is so much crazy stuff going on in news this yeah. week alone. <laughs> yeah, I, I got onto Twitter at one point yeah. today, and in like within two minutes, I was like, whoa. It was like yeah. opening up the floodgates to all kinds of crazy stuff. It really is. Um, yeah, so much going on. Uh, everything from like Hunter Biden missing $6 billion and in the Pentagon, it's like something about Ukraine and it's just all kinds of things. Um, but yeah. And of course, like the main one that every, everyone is talking about is this missing submarine and all the weird and bizarre things revolved around. It. Yes. <laughs> so um, yeah. So we really like went hard and really trying to figure out exactly what is going on. Um, what could have happened. Um and then even like stuff about these people that are missing uh, along with uh, some interesting facts around the Titanic. So we have a lot to talk about and really unpack today. But um, I guess why don't we just dive right into it? But before we do, if you're listening to our Edge of Wonder podcast, please give us a five star rating and review to help us even reach more people. And if you're watching us on some social media platform please like and subscribe to our content or to our channel um and our page so we can grow and also reach more people so you know in case people don't know at home the titanic is about twelve thousand feet down twelve thousand feet down is the basically like a medium sized mountain in the United States, like Mount Adams is above 12,000 feet. So you actually have to trek down that far to get to the Titanic. Yeah, actually uh, there is a video that kind of explains how, how deep it is. Lindsay, can you, can you show this first link here? This is, this is exactly what Rob is talking about. She's pulling it up right now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these are only, these are like black close. Yeah. Yeah. Just only at 2,000 meters here. Yeah. Yeah, there's an Empire State Building there. Tiny. Oh, it's just to show like how big. Oh, I see. I was like, why do they have the Empire State Building there? Okay, that's just to show like how massively deep this actually is. Mount, Mount Everest. Everest there, yeah. Below Mount Everest. If you were to if you were to take Mount Everest and put it upside down in the water, or um, I guess you could even say right side up, it still it wouldn't reach twelve thousand feet deep. So. This is extremely deep. Um, aside from which, as as you're uncovering more of what this Ocean Gate Titan sub is doing 
gets gets kind of crazy. I have to admit, you know, whenever whenever you first hear about uh, like recently, there was a, a billionaire and his daughter that were flying, and they um, their uh, it was a small plane and it crashed, and they died, and um, it was very mysterious uh, how they died, and he was one of the biggest donors to Donald Trump. So that's weird. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know some of the details around this, um, this voyage that the Titan took is an eight day voyage that costs about $250,000. Well, the, the each, each person. The, yeah. The Titan itself, the submarine, it's really only like one day, but, but the whole excursion is eight days. So they get on a ship, big, like, you know, ship that has everything, they, they're out on the sea for like, you know, a few, like eight days total. Um, and then one of those days is there, they're, they're going to spend going down in the Titan, which only holds five people. $250,000 yeah. each crazy. It's a yeah. load of money. So you're, you're almost, it's just weird that how much this is like the original Titanic scenario in a way, in a way. So yeah, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's really, like, only you've, rich got, you've got enough disposable income to spend 250k to go see the Titanic, and you know, so the capacity is like Ben said, it's five persons, carbon fiber. So the pressure vessel is carbon fiber and titanium, which would allude to it being um, unsinkable, right? Unless there's a hole in it, <laughs> and it could be correct. A- it could be a micro like hole. I was going to say a black hole, <laughs> but it could be like, you know, it's just a very, very tiny fissure or something in the, in the actual sub. Um, could, so there could be multiple things going on here and to give you guys. Okay. So they had 96 hours of air. So it left Sunday morning, um, 6 AM Eastern standard time. So they had 96 hours by yesterday, Monday, they would have 72 hours remaining today at six o'clock or 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. They would have 48 hours tomorrow at 6 a.m. There's going to be 24 hours remaining. And then Thursday, they will they, there will be no more life support for them. What? OK, so. You would think that this thing would have tons of. Like whatever you want to call it like uh, radar or whatever it is like emergency or even stuff on there that's similar to you know i don't know some tracking device yeah like the apple tracking device even or whatever you know (laughs) that that was my thinking too um the other thing have a tracking device the other thing about this was the design of the sub which we're going to get into this is the most crazy thing i think of all of it but because they wanted it airtight, this thing was bolted from the outside. That means that even if they surfaced, there was there would be no way for anyone inside to get out without somebody opening it from the outside. Right. So that is pretty crazy. I mean, literally you're, you're kind of inside a coffin where you can't get out. You're, you're, you're literally depending on somebody else to get you out. I, there's no way I can do this. <laughs> and I've been on a submarine before. It was like a, a larger one, maybe 15 people. And we didn't go that far, you know, that deep, maybe 50 to hundred feet deep. And everyone had their own window and you could actually like walk around and move and stuff. You know, it was pretty big. So this thing, no way. No way could I do that. I mean, even when James Cameron did went down there, there was so many precautions and so many tests that they did before they just were like, okay, we're going to send James Cameron down there, you know, 12,000 feet. On top of that, it almost looks like they relied on text messages to figure out exactly the location of the Titanic. What, like, what do you mean they relied on text messages? Like, like meaning as they're going, de- because you got to think about this, you know, you're 12,000 feet deep. Like we, we know the exact coordinates of the Titanic. Um, you can actually pull it up on Google Maps. You can't really see anything, but you can find the exact coordinates. And there's actually two because, you know, the, sh- the ship broke in two and there's two spots 
and you can just see the location. So they know exactly where it is, but you got to think about it. This thing is going down and, and it's got to kind of turn as it's going, going down. And it, so it would be so easy to just go off track, just even like, yeah, because you're starting at 12,000 feet, <laughs> you know, it's like you, you just point the nose just slightly a little bit off. And then all of a sudden you're you're like, you know, a mile away from it right. or something like that, you know. So that is the mo probably the one of the more dangerous aspects of this where it, it and, and also they're not tethered. That was the thing I was like, well, that's kind of weird. But then again, it's like it's 12,000 feet. Like, you know, you got to have 12,000 foot rope or something like I don't know how likely that is. Probably cheaper On... than a rescue mission, though. What'd you say? Probably cheaper to do a 12,000 foot rope than a rescue. I know, mission. That's what I'm thinking, too. So they're saying even let's say that they're down there, even if they find them they still don't, they wouldn't really know how to get the sub back up is the second aspect to this. Well, I, what I don't understand is why wouldn't they send over some of these military submarines to this area to check things out. And check those submarines them. don't go that deep. Normal submarines don't go that deep. So this is not too 12, not 12,000 feet deep. Well, you and I both know that. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's like tech. Yeah. I mean, that's the other aspect. Like we know that there's, some technology out there but then again i don't know if they could use it for that you know it's like oh we found yeah. them and it's like well they're not they're not going to break protocol and uncover no. like a highly classified piece of um of of military equipment that's classified because some civilians had a bright idea to go down there and check out the titanic you know that's that's just it they're, they're not going to do that they won't and, and aside from that, the pressure starts going insane. So the pressure down there is about 6,000 pounds per square inch. Well, if they keep falling and going down, but the Titanic is at the bottom, right? So like yeah. at 12,000 pounds, like weren't you, sh you were showing me what that does to a, a styrofoam cup, right? Like it's quite yeah. crazy. But yeah, so um, there is a video of a styrofoam cup, but actually, and I, I was kind of, I was looking it up too and. 12, um, 12,000 PSI. So this, this is what happens to a styrofoam cup. So this is a normal size cup and it would just shrink down. That's just pressure from, is that on the outside of the, of the. Yeah. Yeah. So it's per, per square inch. And to give you an idea. But this isn't much... in, but this isn't inside the, the container. This is on the outside, right? The outside. So that's why wow. a, um, you know, this has got to withstand. Okay. To give you another idea about how, how insane that is. If you, so Lindsay, can you pull up that, that image that I have? If you, so a square inch of 6,000 pounds of pressure that would like be putting a SUV car in every square inch, like pressing down on that, on that, um, submarine. So imagine every square inch of that submarine would be equivalent to an SUV standing on top of it. <laughs> so, so that's <laughs> like, think about how much, okay. Well, I don't know what the direction though. Yeah, every direction. So think about how I don't know what the circumference is of, of that, you know, like a minivan size. So think of a minivan and every square inch of that minivan would have the equivalent of of like 6000 pounds of pressure on every square inch. That minivan would just disintegrate. It would be nothing left of that minivan. So you have to construct something um, this submarine that could withstand that much pressure. Normal submarines, they're, they're, they're not made to go down that deep. So they, they don't, they're not constructed to withstand that much amount of pressure. So there's, there's a couple things. So like, here's some scenarios of what could have happened. They could have been trapped um, in the actual wreckage of, so then they made it down there. Maybe they got down there and then it's like they hit something and got stuck. Uh, you know, could have even been in the actual wreckage of the ship itself, of the Titanic ship. Yeah, like they landed or something. And yeah. then 
or maybe they try to get too close and it was just like, they got stuck. You know, that's one scenario. Second one is a leak in the sub. And if there was a leak in the sub, um, then it would have compressed in on itself and it would have implode immediately. They, they would even had time to respond to it. It just would have been like, just gone. Um, another thing is, which we're going to get into their systems on the ship and what's controlling the ship and how they control the ship. <laughs> so there could have been, um, just a malfunction in the ship's computers and the, uh, the circuits and they could have just lost power completely. So there's like floating there or sinking, I should say. Um, it could have been a real sabotage or it could have been all of the above too, but, <laughs> or at least some of those. So, um, that's what we're going to kind of get into in this, you know, explain some of this stuff and explain how, um, you know, like, like when I first heard about it, I was like, okay, you know, is this kind of a sabotage? The more I'm looking into this, the more I'm like, I think this is more, uh, just I, I, accident I just, or something. Yeah. Just how they built this thing. So we're going to get into more of, um, the weird stuff that, I have some information that I can't share here. I'm going to have to wait till rise. Nice. That could, that could explain I, some things. I can already hear your, your reply after I tell you <laughs> what, what I found. That's cool. You're going to be right. like, what? Yeah, but we can't do that here. So I'm going to have yeah. to wait. It's too, way too. Cool. Sensitive. So make sure you remember that. Um, the, the deepest rescue to date was Pisces three. And it was only at 1,500 feet. Again, the Titanic is 12,000 feet deep. And the only reason why they were able to save this ship was because they knew exactly where it was because it just went straight down and they knew where it was. And so it was easier for them to rescue this ship. Um, the, the problem is going down, like I said, deeper and deeper and deeper. If, if something happened and they lost power, and they couldn't guide the ship to exactly where the Titanic is. It could have just floated off more further in the ocean. So the circumference area that they're looking at is about 8,000 square miles, which covers all of New York City. That'd be like, you know, all the boroughs of New York City, New Jersey, and parts of Connecticut to earn. Um, uh, yeah, parts of little parts of Connecticut. So it's a huge, gigantic area that they have to search. And then on top of that, you don't know, you know, if they hit all the way 12,000 feet down or what. So it, it's not looking so great. <laughs> no, I mean, Sadly. I'm just keep thinking, like, how do they get out of there? Like, let's say it let's say it's something stupid, like they caught on something. Mm -hmm. Like you said, all it would need is a tow or someone to come down and help remove that. And it's so deep and there's so few submarines that can go down there. That, that's not going to happen. Now, the other thing is probably actually, can we see a map of exactly where in the Atlantic Ocean this thing is like in terms of how close yeah. it is to the United States, Canada? Actually, why don't we play a trailer right now? Sure. And then when we get back, we'll, we'll, we'll actually show that. That sounds good. Sounds good. Seafaring voyagers traverse the vast seas, sailing for distant lands, lost treasure, ferocious sea beasts and new worlds beyond the old but what if their searches across the ocean surface miss truths that lie much deeper what secrets hide in the Bermuda Triangle why do octopuses exhibit an ethereal intelligence we can't quite explain are sightings of the Kraken and giant squids more than mere stories? Some creatures have been found to not just survive, but to thrive at depths and conditions we never thought possible. Which begs the question, what has been written off in history as imaginings or myths that may actually be pointing to other dimensions, alien worlds, or fantastic beings that aren't supposed to exist. Join Edge of Wonder for a deep dive. 
into the cryptids of the abyss. Well, everybody, that was a trailer for our C's episodes that go over all kinds of mysterious phenomena that's happened uh, on the seas, in the seas. What's really in there? We don't know. Uh, for a lot of reasons, we don't know. I think it's a, it's a, yeah, the seas are definitely one of those things that it seems modern scientists would rather not explore because there are way too many inconvenient uh, issues with what they might find, especially when you go around the, uh, the shores of the Atlantic, uh, India, there's all kinds of things under there uh, that don't make sense. According to the narrative we're being told. And uh, we go over the weirdest stories ever <laughs> in this series that you'd probably uh, want to know more about. Lots of great research in there, especially when you get over that Loch Ness, uh, those Loch Ness episodes were hard hitting. Yeah. These psychic octopuses are weird too. That's not, uh, that's not a stretch. This is stories that are proven out there. This is weird stuff. So definitely, if you have a chance, please support our work and you get uh, access to all of that free, uh, also all of that content that you get by supporting us. Um, but of course, we're still doing uh, this in front of the paywall all the time. So, Right. Yeah. And we have, of course, this is our live show. And then as, uh, as Rob was saying, we have our produced shows and we have over... 200 shows to watch for yeah. from basically every topic you can pretty much think about. We've made a video on. Um, so yeah, come over and support our work and join us. Okay, Rob. So you were asking about uh, where this was exactly. I want to show yeah, this. Where, to... where is the Atlanta, the Titanic's? Where did it sink? I guess. Okay. So this is actually on um, Google earth. And this is exactly where the Titanic is, where this pin is. And this this red circle is an 8,000 mile radius of where they could be. <laughs> so okay, zoom out, Lindsay, so I can see this. This is me, oh, actually. Ben. So I want to see. Oh, okay. So it's like between. Yeah. Keep zooming out a little bit. Okay, so it's closer to. It's kind of off in of North Nova, America and then yeah, no, no, Nova Scotia. Um, Nova Scotia. Just, yeah, Nova Scotia. Sorry. Yeah, it's pretty much like right off of that. Um, but yeah, I, I actually it's weird, you know, for some reason I was thinking I didn't realize it was that high, that far north where the Titanic sank. So I guess, you know, the whole iceberg and whatnot. But yeah, this, this is a massive area. And to give you like some idea again, you know, let's go over to New York real quick. Like here's New York area, right? Um, if I draw a circumference of this, of like, like, look at this. That's, mm -hmm. that's an 8,000, that's 7,000, um, mm -hmm. Well, it's like the greater. Miles. It's like the greater New York City area. Yeah, like all, all of it, including like wow. even encompasses Connecticut, and that um, basically means they could be anywhere without a tracker. You'd never know how to find them. And and on top of that, you're dealing with water that's twelve thousand feet deep. So so we're we're talking about a massive area that they have to search. And and this sub is not very big. So if it comes up, even if it comes up on the surface. You know, it has there has to be like a helicopter flying around 8000 square miles to really kind of like see them, you know, so this this is like one of the things that they're really struggling with more than anything right now. So. um, Yeah, so if you, if you look at these two circles, you know, I only drew this one at 7000 square miles, so it's hard. It's hard to tell how big this one is out in the middle of the ocean, but. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, the sub could have easily drifted off. And that's that's their conclusion that they come to if the sub went off and drifted off somewhere. And if it drifted off, then it's like, OK, you know, it, it's probably somewhere in the circle. So um, that's what they're trying to find right now. I don't and understand how this thing doesn't have a tracker on it. I was somebody's trying to explain this to me. I, I, that's what I was trying to find out too. 
how in the world does this not have a tracker no, it's now? Not, it's, so that's not a, like somebody said, no GPS underwater. Yeah, I understand it. What's not a satellite yeah. tracker. I'm talking more about some type of strong submarine radar tracker device. They have to have those sonar. I don't know, I guess something like that. I mean, it is true. And, and I guess they were using some, uh, SpaceX satellites to, um, just map the location of of kind of where they were in the water, not necessarily um, to dive down or locating where they are using the satellites, but just in general, you know, when you're out in sea, there's no you, you don't have any you have to rely on satellites um, and you have to have satellite equipment. You know, you, if you just have a regular cell phone, it's not going to work at sea, which actually kind of debunks the flat earth theory, if you think about it. Wait, what does? <laughs> Well, everyone in the flat earth is like, oh, it's, you know, it's like there's no satellites. Everything's just bouncing off of radio towers. Well, if that's the case, then okay, how so come it, satellite it, phones work in the middle of the ocean if, if you're so surrounded dude, by nothing? But your thing that drives me crazy about the flat Sorry. earth stuff is that there isn't anything that you can you can bring where they're not going to conveniently come up with some excuse that <laughs> explains it a different like if if the earth All was right. flat you'd be able to have a telescope in boston and point it towards britain and be able to see the buildings why can't you do that oh it's because it's not exactly flat it's domed like that's frustrating yeah that couldn't how could that's that be point. that's yeah. a really good point um, anyway, that that's you know not criticizing. You know, I'm just saying like that's not explainable. I don't know. Crazy. Anyway, I just it's like yeah, because I yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, the right. tracking that's super weird. Tracking like there should yeah, be some weird. sort of sonar tracking device on it of some sort. I mean, yeah, you're going into well, waters. You're you you have high profile people in there that are paying 250 grand. Seriously. You'd have to have something in there for safety. Yeah, actually. Um, okay. So here's this guy, Michael Harris, and he's been a part of these expeditions, not, but more of um, formal expeditions to go to the Titanic for like, you know, actual research, not for tourism. And he, he's kind of against the tourism aspect. Oh, sorry. Okay. This is, a, this is a different one, but we can show this one. There's two of them. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead and play Michael this one. Harris is a Titanic expedition leader and founder of RMS Oh, yeah, there Titanic. he is. I'm sorry. All right, so, gee, you know people that are trapped on this thing? Uh, yes, uh, unconfirmed reports that uh, there are three people on there um, out of the five that uh, one of them used to be uh, one of my sub-pilots, and um, it's just a sad day for our industry. I'm so sorry to hear that. The oxygen situation, is there any way to remedy that? No, we, we carry O2 bottles with us in the submersible, and you also have CO2 scrubbers. And, you know, they both, the O2 will last longer than your CO2 scrubbers. And if those CO2 scrubbers go, and depending on what actually happened at depth, um, just not feeling good about it. All right. What's this thing like to be inside of? And what exactly are you doing when you're going down to the Titanic wreck site? Well, when we deploy, it's usually a two and a half hour drop down to the wreck site itself. We go down 3,980 meters and we spiral down um, a corkscrew action about three degrees per second uh, to land right basically in front of the bow of Titanic. Once we get down there, then we begin our grid searches and our research on, you know, the decay and everything that's going on with Titanic. What could possibly have happened? Uh, worst, worst situation is, you know, something happened to the hull and, uh, and our fear is, is it, you know, it imploded at around 3,200 meters. And is there anything that the U.S. Navy can do right now? No. No, I mean, I, I don't see anything that can happen at this point. I mean, I'm trying to be, you know, somewhat cautious and, you know, don't want to basically be the naysayer of what's going on. But I, when you're talking 6,000 pounds per square inch, it is a dangerous environment. More people have been to outer space than to this depth of the ocean. 
And when you're diving in these situations, you have to, you have to cross your, cross your T's, dot your I's. You have to do everything absolutely perfect and by the book. And, you know, throw in a bunch of tourists in a new sub that, you know, was just created over the last several years. Um, It's not looking good, Jesse. All right. Well, thanks for. Crazy. That's super (sighs) scary. It is. It really is. So what it sounds like, from what he said is we're, we're talking about an implosion. Yeah. And that's, that's ultimately kind of what I was thinking. Um, that, and if that's the case, unfortunately they're never going to find it. I mean, it's just, it would have like totally imploded on itself and just, just, I mean, you've seen what happened to that cup, right? Uh, yeah, the human body, the, 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 it would never be able to take that kind of pressure ever. So it's pretty intense. But um, okay, what's really strange when, when you when you were talking about the missing people, they, they still have yet to confirm if Stockton Rush, the CEO of OceanGate, which owns the Titan, was even on it. And that's that's the part where it's a little bit weird because they just they they there's kind of some unconfirmed so, reports. And so, OceanGate yeah. is the name of the company that runs these. Yes, that's correct. And Stock, Stockton Rush was the CEO, and he was, I guess, the pilot. He's the one that's on a lot of the videos, which we're going to get into here in a little bit, talking about the equipment, the the advanced technical equipment that they have on the on board on the submarine we'll we'll get into all the the shocking parts of that but um yeah that's him and yeah so um and there's been some debate whether exactly who was piloting this thing um so rob do you want to talk about um mr dawood here so this is the billionaire from um, Pakistan. Yeah, so this guy's name is uh, Shahzada Dawood, I guess, and and son, and they're the vice chairman of uh, Engro, a Pakistan conglomerate, Pakistani conglomerate with investments in energy, agriculture, petrochemicals, and telecommunications. So his family, you know, ranks among Pakistan's richest families. And he's an advisor to Prince, the Prince's Trust International in Britain as well, as a member of the Board of Trustees for the uh, SETI Institute. Institute. Dude, I was kind of surprised yeah. about that. SETI is the search for extraterrestrial life. Um, and they, 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 yeah, so it was kind of fascinating. Or it was kind of fascinating. So is that Settle yeah. Institute? Is that an L? No, that's an I, right? Well, it's an, it's an I, SETI. Yeah, search for extraterrestrial intelligence. intelligence. Intelligence, not life. Intelligence. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, Dawood's son, Sol, uh, Solman, is said to be 19 years old. Okay. So that so that's them right there, the two of them. And yeah. so his son went with him on this expedition. Man. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. And Paul Henry um, Nargolet, I think that's his name. He is a French, um, like... Uh, maritime expert who has been on more than 35 dives to the Titanic. So this dude was very experienced um, diver. Uh, I think he, he also was part of the crew for um, when James Cameron, I could be wrong about that, but I thought he was there when James Cameron went down and um, yeah. So anyway, he's very um, experienced with all this. And another guy, Hamish Harding, um, he also is very experienced with stuff. And he went on Blue Origin to space. He paid Jeff Bezos to take him to space. So um, he's he's definitely been to all these things. Um, and then one of the last adventures he said he wanted to go on was to see the Atlantic or the um, Titanic. So. Um, He's also been to the South Pole or Antarctica with Buzz Aldrin. What? Yeah. <laughs> guess that when was... you 
when you have millions upon millions of dollars, you can do a lot of I things. Go look for some aliens, you know. <laughs> Let's go to space, right? <laughs> yeah, actually, there was a big tweet um, that he had and uh, um, about this because he was really excited to go on this thing. And there, there was an Instagram post too from from. It's so weird that it's called Ocean Gate. So Ocean Gate was trending on Twitter, but it was yeah. like they were using it as like you know, like whatever gate you know, like Spy Gate, um, Water Gate, like all those gates, and and that's why it was kind of what's, trending. It was like what's Ocean also Gate. Weird about that though is that. So it's got a, it's got like the the name you use for conspiratorial things already, as mm -hmm. if to give us an, some type of you know indication that what's going on here is a gate, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is some type of foul play, you know. It isn't ironic, Bill Gates, is but awesome. but maybe it is ironic. I know, maybe, really. Don't maybe you think? maybe it is. It is an indication that something is going on. <laughs> so true. So true. Um, wow. Yeah. So. All right. There, let's get into some of these shocking parts. We can come back to this other stuff a little bit later if we wanted to. But OK, so now let's really talk about the shocking parts that we're, that we're uncovering. You know, we're kind of talking about all this stuff. But now it's like, okay, now let's get into how the ship was constructed and the technology in the ship, which you probably have laying around in your house. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. So they paid $250,000 a person for technology that you and I have laying around in our house. Yep. <laughs> All right. What is that? So Lindsay, yeah. Why don't, so there's the, well, there's the actual photo, but honestly, um, this isn't the ship they went down in. There, there have been they've been showing this ship, but yeah, that, that's, that's the one because the that's the, actually it. Yeah. The porthole window would be really small, it's very yeah. small. It it can't be that big. The, they they can't make glass to withstand that amount of pressure. No way. So, so the, the hole has the the window is like very small. So they require require also on cameras and um, monitors to kind of also see what they're looking at. But Lindsay, can you take, can you show this video? This is actually New York Post that is, um, they went on a tour of the ship or of the submarine. And here's, here's actual um, Rush, um, Stockton Rush explaining in his own words what and how they built the ship and what an is made. An experimental submersible vessel that has not been approved or certified by any regulatory body and could result in physical injury, disability, emotional trauma, or death. Where do I sign? We only have one button. That's it. It should be like an elevator. I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing <laughs> with this game controller. <laughs> that's sorry that's not funny i know it's not this is crazy no joke they literally run the submarine with a video game controller and they, they just wanted to have very minimal things inside. So there's literally two monitors that are just sitting on the floor. They're not even yeah, like but telling someone you got one of the parts from Camper World. I don't yeah, care right. how much you know about subs. That yeah, and the, the major problem was they even knew that. So they were warned five years ago that what they were doing was posing and this is a direct quote a catastrophic threat so um they had uh basically there was a anonymous concern about open gates then planned expedition to bring tourists to see the titanic because um and then it was it was like so with an array of first voyage down there 
I don't think so. Because that's why what would you, why would you not test it yeah. a bunch of times before said it, civilians on? They said it was built with an array of off-the-shelf features and operated from the inside by a single button. Like, this is so crazy. Like, how? I mean, I mean, you think of what James Cameron went in and how, how much yeah, how, effort. How, and yes. how much of an engineering feat and everything that it was. Yes, you know? exactly. So this is this is this this also kind of gets into it. Are you going to play this, Lindsay? Are you showing it? We can't hear the sound. I was just showing the um, submarine while you guys talk. Oh, you okay, you that? guys are just showing. Okay, perfect. Yeah, this is perfect. I so, can hit the volume if you want. Um, it's okay. I mean, they're basically just showing you know, how they're making this thing. And yeah, they're, they're, it's like he, he, he wanted it to feel very. Uh, that he got the parts from camper world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, we're, we're not going to go in this high tech thing. It's like, we're, we'll just, you know, keep it comfortable. Well, and, and just cause you've been down in a submarine multiple times doesn't mean you should build one. I mean, yeah, is it other, there's so many questions that I have that I, I have not been able to find answers for, such as, okay, they have they have enough oxygen. Is there food? Is there water? Is there flashlights? Because at that, I mean, once you go below like 500 feet, it's like pitch black. You know, you're, you're not really going to see a whole lot at that depth. They, they rely on lights, you know, on the ship itself to see. And, and with James Cameron, when he went down there, I remember him talking about how when he hits like, 8,000 feet there was like a, a loud sound and he he seriously thought he was he was dead at that moment and it, it was just a something depressurizing and it just like you know cr like made a cracking sound but he was okay then when he got down there uh one of the lights one of the camera and the lights went off so he could only see out of one little area but you guys, um, what, what Ben's talking about right now is James Cameron's oh, trip down into the Mariana Trench. Yes, I am. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting it confused. Yeah, yeah you're right. I'm I'm talking about that that one. But, I'm but sorry. what you're yeah, but still, what you're talking about is relevant because you're talking about the pressure and all of that stuff. Yeah. But I just wanted yeah. everyone at home to know what trip Thank you were you. talking about because he wasn't yeah. he wasn't talking about James Cameron going to visit the Titanic even though That's that right. could have happened related to the movie. He's talking about right. him, you know, advent going on an adventure down into the Mariana trench, which is insane to really think about like, that's totally insane. Way deeper than the Titanic. It's the deepest part of the ocean. So I, yeah. Whoa, man. Um, all right. We have to, we're going to show, uh, one of our really awesome trailers to promote our platform rise.tv and, all the other shows that we're doing. And when we come back, we'll talk more about this and what exactly happened leading up to them going down there along with some information on the Titanic itself. So mysterious phenomenon and strange beings have been spotted on the sea for a millennia by sailors, fishermen, governments, and militaries around the world. But just like the existence of a giant squid was proven to be true in modern times after centuries of reports, we can't discount eyewitness accounts of other unexplained things in our waters today. On this Edge of Wonder episode, we're bringing you an interview with Jason Harding, a principal surveyor and former merchant marine who has inspected ships and sailed on oil tankers. Jason's experiences on the water are fascinating and range from high pressure emergency preparedness to an encounter with something that we call a sea monster. But we'll let him tell that story because we're not going to put words in his mouth. But never anything like this. I sailed a solid 10 years and I've seen a lot of marine wildlife. It's stuck with me to this day. So without further ado, let's bring on the man with the awesome Boston accent, Jason Harding. We'll see you out on the edge. All right. That was our interview with Jason Harding, all about his adventures out on the sea. Very interesting interview. If you guys haven't checked it out, definitely do so. Mm -hmm. Ben, what are you staring at? Oh, sorry. I'm actually just reading the next part that I want to like talk about. Sure, so sure. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, was, I, that was me being like, why don't you share that with us? Oh, yeah. So, well, it was just so funny because they, they were talking about how 
they feel like this this sub has been improvised or MacGyvered. They actually use the word MacGyvered. <laughs> That's so hard to hear. I, I, I feel bad for laughing, but it's like, this is insane. This really is insane. Like, how is there like, the, and, and the, the, the CEO was like happy about it. He, he says, you know, and then on top of that, he's like, yeah, we control it with a game controller. They have construction pipes that they use. Um, and then of course the light fixtures that he said from camping world. And he was so happy about it. And on top of everything, they were literally navigating to figure out exactly where the, the Titanic wreck, the wreck happened based on text messages from the surface ship. So they're literally just sending text messages to each other. And you would think at a certain depth, that's not going to work anymore. Well, how so, would that work? You'd have, yeah. to have and you'd have to have some type of system that was delivering information. So why isn't that working now? Yeah. And on top of everything, they had one of the worst winters in that area when they went down there. This is another reason why, um, you know, it really should have been canceled. They should have waited. So, um, yeah, and they said due to the worst winter in Newfoundland in 40 years, this mission is likely to be the first and only manned mission to the Titanic in 2023. A weather window has just opened up and we are going to attempt to dive tomorrow. This was posted the day before. So this was posted on Saturday. Since we started um, steaming from St. John's, um, Newfoundland and Canada, and they're planning to dive operations around 4 a.m. tomorrow. So they went, they, they actually What's went down. Rush? Why would you I rush know. that? Just wait for a good time, man. This is so dangerous. That's so they've so done dangerous. over 30 dives altogether to the Titanic. I, I don't know about on that exact submarine, but overall, um, this the team overall have made that many dives. What's crazy is like this is not really the field that you can be in if you mm -hmm. like where you relax and get like a little uh definitely not you know, complacent about things. Like you can't yeah. one mess one time you mess up and everybody's dead, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They said in 2018 they were going to take people down and there was a lightning bolt and it damaged the vessel and they couldn't do it. So I, I, I don't know if this is the same ship at the Titan or what, you know, I mean, like I said, one little fissure, one little tiny crack, that's the thing. It could just be a hairline crack, even a microscopic crack in, in the hull could have made the whole thing implode. Um, and this, this is where it gets so scary, you know, and, and that's why I'm thinking more that it's probably just human error. You know, they, they just didn't, look it over close enough you know you would think that okay let's say, let's say i mean this is the other thing there wasn't even computers on, on the on on the on the ship itself like i can't imagine being inside that thing and thinking like oh and then then being bolted in from the outside so even if like i said even if it got to the surface if they ran out of air they would still die because they can't open it it's impossible to open yeah you'd have to unbolt no sure just crazy and again it would come down to whether or not they had um some type of tracking system that wasn't bought at camping world you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Lindsay, you 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 went to you went to a spacex launch yeah, I think it was earlier this year. Within the last six months, I was at a uh, launch for SpaceX, and they have all these people waiting in bleachers, hoping that there's going to be a launch going on. But they literally don't tell you for sure that it's going to happen until minutes before it's scheduled to go, because they want to make sure every single thing is actually going to go well, not go off with go off without a hitch. Um, no one's going to get hurt. And the only thing I can think of is that. When you have a rocket, that's super expensive. So that's kind of what they're protecting. But in this case, what, it's only like human lives? I'm not really sure what the difference would be. Because if you're going to protect a rocket, you'd think you'd protect these billionaires and these people that are going down into the ocean. Mm -hmm. Well, the other really strange thing is that 
the company has yet to confirm whether Stock, Stockton was on, on this thing. Th- th- this is what I, I, I don't understand. You know, the, the family member of the, the Pakistan guy came out and, and you know, they, they, con- they confirmed he was on it. Um, but it, it, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is, this is kind of, it's kind of strange to be like, why wouldn't they, why wouldn't the team confirm or even say, or deny like, no, he wasn't on it. Here he is, you know, he's safe. Or is it just because if he's not on this thing, if, if I was him, like maybe he just wants to hide <laughs> or pretend he's on it and fake you know, his death. This sounds something. like damage control to me though. It's more yeah. likely that he is on it and they don't want to say anything until uh, this is resolved and they find out whether he's alive or dead just because of look with publicly tra- traded companies, you say something yeah. like that. The stock just oh, like, Oh, that that's a good point. That so there's probably other factors point. that they're looking at and, and they're just, they're just kind of, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's an excellent point, Rob. I didn't think about that. You're you're probably right about it, especially if they're a publicly trade company. It's like, okay, you know, we don't want to sell the CEO, right? He's he's a CEO. He's he's the CEO of it. Yeah, of OceanGate. Yep. So. So okay, listen to so earlier, I asked John if he heard about this whole John Vivanco if Mm -hmm. he heard about this whole sub thing. And John said he 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 was like, yeah, vague. he's like, somebody did talk to tell me about this. And I was like, well, hey, uh, would you mind coming on to the show and telling us what you what you find? Mm-hmm. So That'd he's going to awesome. come on Friday for Great. just a, you'll just pop yeah, in no. for a few minutes and tell us what what he found about this. Yeah, no, so that's we'll awesome. have more information then. Yeah, no, that's not that sounds really good. For those um, of you at home that don't know. How would you not? John Vivanco is a remote viewer that's worked for a number of years with different um, intelligence agencies trying to figure out information that the agencies don't readily have available. His team will be tasked on that. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. And the uh, the National Guard is providing live updates on Twitter on the whole thing and well um, and the national guard is ill-equipped for this completely 100 percent no machines that go down there no that that's that that's the main thing it's like, like their best if, bet is sending a probe down there that's that's controlled centrally but even that you know well they're doing sonar searches of what they're saying so they mm-hmm. have a canadian aircraft p3 aura um, to do conduct sonar searches. Um, their total search area completed as of this morning is 10,000 square miles. So wow. we, we were talking about 7,000 square miles. It's like now it's 10. And, you know, so, um, yeah, I, I can't even, like I said, even if they find this thing underground or underwater, um, what are they going to do exactly? You know, how, how can you bring something like this up? And that has been the big question overall. Yeah. That, that um, Aura ship, um, Aurora, I'm sorry, I said Aura, it's Aurora. Um, it's like a massive plane. It's one of those gigantic military planes. So, um, yeah, I mean, and you would think too that, you know, the U.S. would have all these like crazy satellites and everything else that they can or something yeah yeah but again if a laser can read your heartbeat from outer space then shouldn't we have something that can like find things in the ocean too you know right i know seriously i'm telling you we we do it's just they don't want to tell anyone about it because it would cause too much uproar i think i i know i 100 percent agree that um you know they they can't they they have to i mean again and this is civilian you know, the Pentagon has lasers that can identify people from a distance by their heartbeats. So you would think that they could just point this. But again, OK, laser is a very fine tuned thing. Right. So if we're talking about a massive area in the ocean um, on top of having like all kinds of fish and animal life and everything else, you know, um, yeah. 
it may not work in the ocean, you know, and then they wouldn't want to say whether it would or wouldn't work in the ocean. So, <laughs> yeah. So, and, and then never mind, like when you start getting into, you could potentially use harp to actually read all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, you could seriously. actually. Yeah. And then yeah. they don't want you to know. Actually, it's all in their data. They tell you what it's capable of doing, but then the use for it and how they're using it, they're not going to get into those details and then they will hide it. You well, know, the other thing, if there's some kind of evidence of it imploding right away, they probably wouldn't come out. They won't say it just yet. You know, that they're going to think through this and probably wait till Thursday, you know, because it's like technically if they're still there, they still have, you know, what a full, like a day and a half, a little more than a day and a half that, you know, like 32 hours ish or so 34, 36, something like that. Yeah. Hours, you yeah. know, that they can still, they still have. So, you know, after Thursday, then it's like, okay, no matter what, uh, now, unfortunately, you know, there's no hope because they ran out of oxygen. But, um, yeah, so weird, though, really is. And this is not something that you would just kind of think about what happened. But we do, uh, man, there, there's actually like a whole lot of information that, because Rob and I did a massive deep dive on the Titanic itself. That was one of our first deep dive, yeah, but one of our first videos that, that we did and um, kind of uncovered some very, very, very fascinating stuff with that. Um, you know, because again, we were talking about these billionaires. Of course, we know that there was these billionaires that were on the Titanic um, the rumor thing out there is that Benjamin Gutenheim, um, Isidore Strauss and John Jacob Astor were highly, uh, the, the whole plot was that JP Morgan and some other people were plotting to try to take over the federal reserve and they were it's figuring out exactly create it or well more. Yeah, actually to create it. Yes. I mean, th essentially it was already there the treasury and everything. And then they were just trying to figure out because they were losing money and all these things. And so Woodrow Wilson was thinking, Oh, maybe we should just give it over to the banks because they manage money so well, which is exactly what JP Morgan wanted. So they devised a massive scheme. These three guys were against that. They were going to vote against it. They just happened to die in the Titanic. And then all of that was passed in Congress. How convenient. Yeah, on December 24th. I think it was 1914. Now, J.P. Morgan died before it was signed over, but his son took over everything. And uh, no one was in Congress that day because it was December 24th, except for the people that were for the uh, for the bill or for the, um, the, the resolution or whatever, the law. And then that's the day that it was all passed over to the banks. And so... Um, the other big conspiracy about Titanic is that a lot of people think that it was switched over, switched places with the sister ship, the Olympic for Which insurance. Found to be untrue. We did actually, we did. A lot and of I people think, think that, but we a lot of people really, did. really looked into that. And we looked at this photos very closely and we're very on top of counting all of the windows and all of this stuff and ended up finding that it was not the sister ship. Yeah. yeah, Lindsay, can we just let's just show a couple of these photos real quick and then we're going to jump over to Rise and continue this conversation. And Rob has some pretty interesting things that you wanted to say about it, which we'll, we'll talk about on Rise. But Lindsay, show this. So, so the conspiracy is that um, the something was going on with the Olympic and they switched it over to get an insurance claim. And there's even like full on history channel documentaries about this. Rob and I looked into this really closely. This is actually the Titanic. What we're seeing right here. Can you, can you zoom in a little bit closer on the windows there? And the reason why, yeah, right there. And the reason why um, the main thing is the top windows on the side there. Um, there's not a balcony. It's just straight up windows. And if you look at the Olympic ship and yeah, can you pull up the Olympic 
photo, Lindsay. Yeah, this you is can, the There's actual balconies there. Yeah, see. And you can actually see people standing in the balconies and, and looking out. The, uh, looking it's a very out. different. It's very different shit. Very different shit. Not to mention the amount of like windows that are of different. Um, there's different number of windows in different places yeah. as well. Now, if we look at the Titanic underwater. If you can pull this one up, Lindsay. And remember. You know, and when we zoom into that same spot, we see that there's no balconies in the Titanic on the top. It's it's all windows. Yeah. So um, the so and then on top of that, the serial numbers do match. And but the massive conspiracy that they uncovered, and they've even done massive amount of documentaries on it. It does seem that there was a fire. It took place a couple days before the Titanic set sail. That and that was so, the biggest thing that we found. That was remember. the biggest thing, and and yeah. because the crazy thing is, is the fire. The there was a hole in the ship already, and all, already, and all the photos that you see of the Titanic are only from one angle as it's leaving the harbor. The the um the what I want to say the um. Iceberg hits yeah. in the same spot where the fire was. So there's this massive conspiracy theory about all of this, you know, with that and um and like why it might have been sank on purpose, actually. And JP Mor why JP Morgan didn't get on it and everything else. But we actually talk about all of this in our uh in our Titanic episode. So it's all really fascinating stuff. And there's so much more to the story about Creature of Jekyll Island and everything else. <laughs> that really awesome book. So, yeah, this is one of our first episodes. It's a little bit rough on the edges, but it's still really solid information. I was like watching a little bit of it, which is what everyone thought. The Titanic didn't get completed till March 1912. The Olympic was already sailing by 1911. To well, prove this, to this photo, and I fact check it to make sure the date is accurate, is from 1911, and this is the Olympic sailing. Okay, so I want to point out a few things. Made. So the smokestacks <laughs> being the first thing, we noticed how they have small grooves in them. And the second thing are the windows. And this is the main oh, thing people are saying proves about. the switch happened. But here the windows are with wide and even spaces. The ship clearly says the Olympic. And on the top deck, it's just, it's just completely windows. So people would go and look out, right? This is where or, a lot of people yeah. get confused with switching the two ships. Because going back to the Olympic, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe this video is from 2018. All right, balcony. The Titanic, yeah. we now see. I think this is like windows. March like 2018. Right. So if you look at the windows God. underneath, they're slightly different. About. They're not quite evenly spaced and they're a little bit more narrower. The Titanic actually has smaller windows that are not evenly spaced. So our conclusion is that the real Titanic we, is obviously we, we I know this is going to this we made this video. <laughs> yeah, that was a good video though. It was. We had a lot of fun. It, yeah, there was a lot of like back and forth on trying to figure out how to edit that too, I remember. Yeah, oh my gosh, there sure was. I had to do a couple um yeah. It was just it was one of our first in-depth videos that we really did um, all right well say. i have some information that i can't share here so nice yeah so we're gonna go over to rise.tv now and if you'd like to join us over there we're gonna be revealing uh some yeah some things that may be going on behind the scenes that the scenes that make this look a little bit more like the real titanic sinking and what we just covered uh, so if you'd like to uh, support our work, come on over to uh, Rise.TV. It's only $9.99 a month. And with that, you'll get access to, gosh, so many videos, like probably 400, 500 videos. And uh, yeah, you get to hang out with us, uh, ask questions. We have a great time over there on Rise, and uh, we'd love to have you over there. So if you can, join us. And uh, for everyone who is over on Rise.TV right now, thank you so much for your support. And uh, we love you guys. And um, yeah, all right. Ben, what do you think? Shall we go over? Yeah, we'll see you guys over there. What if I told you that octopuses are so smart they may even have extrasensory abilities? That's right. I'm talking about a psychic octopus. That sounds like a terrible B horror movie. What's happening? It's a huge squid. It's got the glider. In 2010, during the FIFA World Cup in South Africa, an octopus in Germany 
correctly predicted the outcomes for all seven of the German team's soccer matches. But he also picked Spain to win the final against the Netherlands. The octopus who was named Paul. Who names an octopus, Paul? This octopus, Paul, indicated his favored teams by choosing between food and glass cases containing flags of two opposing teams. You've heard about Cthulhu and the Kraken. You've wondered about superpowers in the occult. You've seen movies and TV shows reveal truths that even they may not have realized. Is a cephalopod takeover on the horizon? Are eels interdimensional? Have reckless oil companies unleashed an evil on the world that they don't want you to know about? Join Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into the cryptids of the abyss. All right. Yeah. Welcome to Rise.TV. What were you saying yeah. about it? Oh, um, I was just going to say before we jump into all your the stuff that you were going to say, I was looking up how how 